0: Welcome to the Let's Grow podcast. Today, of course, we are talking about one of my favorite subjects to talk about and one of the most important subjects happening in human, uh, in human history right now, and that is universal basic income. So if you're listening or you're watching, you don't know anything about it, you're going to learn a lot and you're going to know exactly why it's good and uh, how it can affect all of our lives, including uh, yours and mine.
1: You taught me actually more about this, I think, than I've read, to be honest.
0: Yeah, Universal Basic Income is uh, one of the most amazing ideas, and it's made popular, well, recently by Andrew Yang, my boy Andrew Yang. Yes. Go, Andrew Yang, <laughs> future mayor of New York. Uh, but if you don't know what uh, UBI is in, in or you've heard a little bit about it, let me explain briefly, and then we'll get on to the conversation. But basically, Universal but Basic Income says, look, when you own – A share of a company, like a stock, you get paid dividends, right? Every quarter the company pays you just for holding on. You're a shareholder of that company. Universal basic income takes that exact same capitalistic idea and says you are a citizen of the United States of America or whatever country you're from. You contribute to the overall economy. So you should get a share of that country's wealth every so often. So you're a shareholder of the country, you work to make that country better, like it doesn't matter how little or how much you work, you still work, uh, and you should get something in return. So universal basic income says, look, why don't you just give everybody a certain amount of money per month, every single month, for the, from, from when they turn 18 years old to the, to, to the day they die, uh, and then that person can live a better life. It's basically capitalism that doesn't start at zero. It's a foundation, a base that you can uh, just not have to stress about the. There's just the very basic bills that most people stress about in life, and that's UBI. That's well, yeah, it's in like a nutshell.
1: Basically, like necessity money to pay bills and everything, so people can invest in themselves with saving or buying things they need outside of like your bills, your basic bills.
0: Absolutely. Well, one of the things that 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 we learned during during this pandemic when all this stimulus money went out is that the amount of savings that people have went up drastically it was something like 66 percent of americans uh can't are, are living paycheck to paycheck and they can't afford an emergency that's 400 dollars think yeah. about that if your car breaks down you're screwed you know your kid goes to the hospital you're screwed what are you gonna do you there's no money there's no savings um but with this you have that money every single month coming in regardless and and i mean just, just seeing some of the stories that people have said, what they've done with the money, it really shows you that humans are kind when they don't need. So if I have yeah. enough resources to survive, I'm going to be nice to you. But if I don't have any resources, this is why like criminals typically come from lower class, uh, 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 lower-income classes yeah. because they don't have, so they have to take.
1: Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's just like in the old days where you would go and hunt for things and— that meant you had to kill something like you had to go out of your way and think about it if we didn't have food like we really had to do that we would probably all be doing stealing killing all that stuff it's just like the purge where you're like going crazy to be able to survive
0: yeah there's there's a very like we think we're very civil but there's a thin veil of civility that we all have yeah if right now all of our water got shut off we would be searching for water yeah and we would do anything that it took to get water and including like Look, if you got water and I don't, I'm, gonna, I, I'm not going to die. I'm going to take your water yeah. by anything necessary. It's this thin layer of civility that we have. Uh, and then when, when we see people acting out, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that. It's like, no, it's just a lack of resources that they don't have. So they're going to take it from someone who has it. Yeah. Um, that hierarchy of needs, it's a real thing. It, it, it really is. But, uh, I mean, I, I love Andrew Yang. He's, he, he put it back on the map. And now a majority of Republicans and Democrats support it, especially the under 30s. Because they're like, get dude, it. <laughs> this world is so f- messed up. Like, I need, like, we need, we, we, need the next generation of ideas.
1: Yeah, so crazy. Is are any countries doing that? Did you say? Do you know of any? Yeah,
0: Norway is instituting has they already have something very similar. Um, Alaska has a dividend from oil. It's like an oil dividend that they've had for like twenty years, and Alaska wow. has the the less uh the least amount of income inequality out of all states. And what they do is you get between one and two thousand dollars per year, every citizen uh uh or every resident of Alaska and they make because you know they have a lot of oil up there, so they take part of that oil revenue and they just give it to all the residents every year. Amazing idea. So Andrew Yang goes oh and that was a Republican governor who who passed that. Yeah. And that's a Republican state. And they love it. So he's like, well, okay, that just makes sense for everybody. It doesn't matter what party you agree right. with. Why don't we just do that for everybody?
1: Right. Well, there's so many issues. I mean, especially living in Los Angeles, like, there's so many homeless people that, like, at least if they could at least have money to pay rent, they would be able to go out and get a job instead of, like, fighting to survive
0: because they have no money. Yeah. And, you know, so, oh, I don't know if you know about this, but this is huge. So the way you pass things in politics, if you don't know how to pass things in politics, I'm going to tell you the secret right now. <laughs> You have to start with the elderly and the kids because no one's going to vote against helping old people and kids. Right. That's just that's just what you know. Social security that helps elderly people. Before social security, something like one third of all elderly people died because they didn't have enough food. It's insane. Yeah. It's like if right? they
1: can't work. If you remove work away, yeah. It's, how do you have money?
0: Exactly. Yeah, and old people didn't have. So now you have social security. Right. You get money every month for the rest of your life until you di- until you die. The elderly already have this. Now, uh, there was something called the child tax credit where you basically get a, a refund for every kid. Yeah. But now the Biden administration is like, why don't we just give them money every month for parents who have kids? Like kids are a big expense. So if you just give them like 300 bucks, $350, that would make their lives a lot better. Every single month for every kid that you have. Yeah. And they're passing it now. So wow. they're turning the child tax credit into a cash, monthly cash stipend that you get if you 're a parent and you have kids you 're going to get three hundred and fifty dollars a month per kid per kid
1: <laughs> maybe we 'll get a increase in more kids
0: you, you definitely will because right now we actually need, we need more people to have remember we were talking about yes. that we need more people yeah uh and if it's below if there's six years or below I think it's three hundred or something like that but okay. it's basically three hundred and fifty which is amazing because how many parents have to work a second and third job to yeah, like to
1: have to be able to afford their kids eating their babies
0: yeah so that's how you pass them in politics you pass it with the old <laughs> people they already have it pass it with the kids and the babies and whatever the children next and the last is regular adults yeah uh, so it's it's coming
1: yeah that's I mean so maybe slowly but surely we'll be able to to do it
0: what's crazy is a lot of people that this is oh okay this is a good idea it'll take like 15 20 years to pass but the pandemic sped all this up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just so crazy how things have made people have to figure some things out that like maybe they didn't have to do because of just, yeah, the scarcity of money and jobs. I mean, I know so many people who still are like I'm interviewing still trying to find work. It just like makes you I don't know. Personally, one thing I've learned from the pandemic is just how to figure things out like it's more important if that makes sense. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I hustle, you know, I have like five jobs anyways, but I'm like, okay, what's the smartest way to go around this? And what's, you know, not the dumbest way.
0: (laughs) It's true. Yeah. uh, There's a lot of people that figured things out during this pandemic that otherwise would just kept going on the same road without looking at the big picture. You get sucked into the day to day. And it's hard to take a step back and say, hold on, what am I, am I Going towards my goals or am I just going through life to make to make a paycheck? So yeah, a, a, a drastic difference.
1: And that's one thing that I think that people either learned during this pandemic or they didn't. It's like you kind of look at like a lot of people you know and like are friends with, and you're like, did they actually take advantage of this time? Because me moving here the week that everything closed, I was like, all right, you don't have a choice. Like you're launching your fitness website, you're still doing your meals, but how can you do meal prep with? everything kind of closed and you don't know anyone. And so I forced myself to like network in different ways and meet people in different ways that maybe I wouldn't have done when I moved here.
0: Yeah, it's 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 really showed. And, and I know people who didn't progress at all. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel bad for them. I'm like,
1: yeah, that's a whole year of your life. And we all need money to live, so.
0: Yeah. So with, with and this is the beautiful thing about UBI, it actually touches perfectly on your point is like, when all of a sudden your revenue streams dwindled or like you know got cut in half or or or, you know whatever it is for people businesses close what are you going to do you're going to if you have if you have savings you're one of the lucky ones yeah but those savings are soon going to be gone right and then what are you going to do so ubi basically says like most of your expenses are for stuff like self rent is is for sure the biggest uh, yeah rent is
1: oh gosh especially in
0: la cell phones food car Those are the main things people need to survive. And what UBI says is like, look, if you got an extra $1,000 a month, every month, that's not enough to not work. That's not enough to pay all your rent. That's not enough to just slack off. But it's just enough so that you don't have to stress about those basic necessities are covered. Mm -hmm. So you have more money to do things like invest, start a new business venture, spend more time with your kids, stay home instead of having to work in that second job um it'll give women the ability who are like we were talking about women who are in abusive relationships but they're stuck to their partner because of finances they'd be able to step away and break away and leave them finally like it would take the boot off people's neck so they can breathe a little bit and say oh my gosh like okay let me let me not fight with my wife because we don't need money this month like that's one of the biggest domestic violence issues is fighting about money and turns violent um and if we didn't have that, people had a little just a little bit more, more money, which money is created out of thin air. It doesn't exist. So why are we stressing <laughs> it's ourselves? Paper. It's retarded.
1: It's so and it's just it, it is so crazy because it really the world's like it shouldn't revolve. I don't think that my purpose here is to chase money. Absolutely. If you think about it, like, why are you here? Would you say I want to be rich? Is that what your purpose is? If so, like that's your your thing. But my thing is helping people. I want to change people's lives. So I don't think I should have to wake up in the morning and be like, oh, I hope I make so much money, you know? So that's why I do agree. I think that the the income would be so beneficial to just everyone and especially people, like you said, with their relationships. And I don't know, I just like, I feel bad for homeless people. I know sometimes it's because of drugs or maybe really bad life decisions, but I'm just a lover and I want everyone to be able to take care of themselves. And money is just like, it's the root of all evil in my opinion because drives people one way and can make them crazy.
0: Yeah. It happens, especially here in Hollywood. You know, you see that a lot. Uh, One, one question I've started to ask people. And uh, if you're listening to this, ask yourself this question. This is a very, very, I think the best question that I've started asking people is I go, if you didn't have to worry about making money every month, if you had all the money you needed for your, like, and, and I don't preface it by saying anything about UBI. It's just a question. Yeah. If you had all the money you needed every month and have to stress about money, what would you do with your time?
1: No, I mean, that's a really good question.
0: And that's how, and, and it, honestly, the people stop and they're just like, and it's like you, they've never even thought, thought about, about that before.
1: We are raised to go to school so that we can make money. Isn't that crazy? Like, it's not because we want to better educate ourselves. Like, I mean, maybe some people feel that way. But at the all root of that, it's because you need to make money to live. Which, like, especially being, like, not even to bring religion into it. But, like I said, like, the purpose thing. Like, I don't think that God put me on this work, this earth to work, like, a 9 to 5 and not feel satisfied and be so stressed out all the time.
0: So it's a good question. And, uh, yeah, and and, you know, th- what I like about people's responses is that All the responses i've gotten are are the same and it all goes like this first they're like well i would go to work and i'm like yeah but (laughs) what would you work in like what would you do if you didn't have to do the job just because it paid the bills and then they're like i'd probably help people and everyone i've asked has said the same thing they would help people do something like Mentally, with physically, like nutrition, like, uh anything, just help people, help them learn art, help them. Like, and I'm like, that to me says so much, because it says that humans, like we were saying, if you don't need resources, you're nice to people. Yeah, like think about people in Texas. Uh, you know, the crazy Republicans, all oh, they're crazy Trump. Those are nice people. Like in their community, they're super nice. Uh, trust me i've rode my bike across the country like i've met these people in these small little towns everyone's so nice you need something people would stop and give me water hey like you look you know you look look a little hot here's some water like i when i got a flat tire people would come up say you need any help super nice in the city here nobody would do that yeah because everyone's worried about their own stuff making more money making more resources but in the countryside people are much more like uh you know uh, community driven and stuff like that and that but when you try to infringe on that, and this is kind of going off the topic, that's when they get mad. And they're like, screw that. I got my guns. You're coming to my area, trying to mess up my life. I'm good. Like, leave me alone. Uh, but uh, anyway, so, but back to UBI, yeah, it, it would just help so many people. Uh, a lot of people would say, I would help, if I had a $1,000 a month extra, I would help, like, my grandparents, or I would help my kids and my parents or whatever. So it's just a giving kind of thing. Yeah. And that's not even talking about the, the, yeah. the economics, we haven't talked about the economics behind it and how it would spur new, new business growth, new investments, yeah. Uh, everything.
1: Yeah, because I, yeah, I think that like you just said, I think people would want to actually help more people too. Like if they were like, I'm good, I make a ton of money, like donating a $1,000 to organizations to help with cancer or XYZ, it would just make people even more grateful, honestly, because they'd be like, wow, I have this extra money for whatever investments, helping people, all that stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, business, new business creation is at—I uh, don't—I don't know if it's at all time lows, but it's extremely low right now. Wow. And the reason is, and I, I've said this before, is if you work so hard for your money, starting a business is a huge chance you're taking. If it fails, you just spent all this time and money that you spent so long accumulating. You, you now you're gonna start at zero again. And most yeah. businesses do fail. That's that's just. You know that's what happens, but if you had a thousand dollars every month, you could take more chances because you know that if whatever you whatever you're starting fails, it's okay. You have a thousand dollars at next month, so you can do try it again. Mm-hmm. So that would give people uh, like kind of like a broader mind yeah, to like do a spark
1: things. Spark to like feel like they need to. Yeah, yeah. Because I my my meal prep business that would be absolutely amazing because then I can invest in more advertising, make myself more money. For my business, you know, and help me grow and be able to reach more people. So I totally agree. I think, especially right now, everyone's so scared about losing their businesses. It's just like, I mean, I the fifteen was it fifteen hundred dollars stimulus check, and everyone was like so grateful for it. That's yeah. like a perfect example of like how people reacted. I mean, some people were stupid and went and bought Louis Vuitton bags, but some people were like, oh my gosh, I actually have rent money. Like I'm sure the two was it two stimulus checks. There's, like was uh, two. There was there
0: was. Uh, one for $600, one for fourteen hundred, and then one for—I believe the first one was like a thousand. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Twelve hundred. I mean perfect 1200. example
1: of how people would react was the stimulus checks because I know so many of my friends were like, "Oh my gosh, I got the stimulus check." And,
0: and and some some of the some of the people who are against that, basically, yeah, UBI would be that every single month for yeah. every single person. Some people say, oh, like people would slack off and not work well. The majority of that money went back into the economy. People invested in the stock market like crazy yeah. because they had extra money. Like savings went up. I think, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think the savings rate is something like insane now compared to what it was before because just people have more money. They're saving it. yeah. Um, and I mean, it's just there's just a whole range of, of benefits from it. And not even from a monetary standpoint or like economic, just from stress and people's well being and health. Yeah. There's a direct correlation between how much money you have and how healthy you are. The less money you have, the crappier food you have to buy. You can't get the organic $4 avocados or whatever if you don't have any money. You're getting the cheap stuff. You're getting the processed meat. You're getting all just. you're buying the cheap stuff, mm-hmm. not, not the 100% fruit juice. You're getting the sugar with fruit juice taste. Yes. Um, so if people had more money, they can eat healthier. Uh, you can spend more time with your kids and there's a direct correlation between how much, how much, how much time and how many words you read to your, ch- to your kid and how well they do later on in life. It's a, literally a direct correlation. So if you're a wow. mother and you can stay home with your kid more and not have to stress or go to work or whatever, you're not tired after work, your kid's going to be a better producing human being for the economy. And that's how you get a better country.
1: That's so interesting.
0: Not by working more.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know. Isn't it funny how... We're taught we have to work really hard and more when sometimes it's more quick work and it's, it's just as effective.
0: And there's, there's, there's this pride people take, and you hear it all the time. It's weird. It's in, in work and in sleep. Oh, I only slept two hours last night as if it's a badge of honor. Like how is how uh, awful. How is that cool? <laughs> like am I supposed to give you props? It's not bad. Or people say, oh, I work 15 hours a day. And, like, I'm supposed to commend you on that. Like, w- why is that good? Like, why is that good that you're working? Like, why should I say, oh, my gosh, that's that's really cool? No. It should be opposite. Hey, yeah. uh, I barely work today. That's amazing. Yeah. What would you do for your time? Oh, I, I researched science. I I just thought about things. Like, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're put on this earth to enjoy our lives and grow and be good people, not work ourselves
0: to death. Yeah, which is what, um, again, one of the other things this pandemic did is introduce Stay at home work. We don't have to commute. Commuting is so stressful. Yeah, so I'm glad
1: I don't have to go through the LA traffic like that with my meals.
0: Yeah, I, I I think one of the figures I read was that we spend a third of our waking lives in traffic or commuting. That's so sad. One third. That's a lot of time. Because think about it. How 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 much do people? How much time do people spend getting to work? I mean,
1: the normal commute is maybe thirty minutes or more.
0: There and back, right? Yeah, I know. I used to spend like an hour each way uh, when I worked in mortgage in Orange County and lived in Hollywood. Wow! At least an hour. So that's two hours a day. It's Just yeah. commuting in traffic, stressed.
1: Yeah.
0: And I didn't like that. Being in traffic does not. It's not fun. No. Like,
1: we're just
0: waiting in line.
1: Yeah, you're just sitting there, maybe singing songs.
0: Eating bad when you're in the car. Just yeah.
1: All right, guys. Well, thanks Fabian for teaching us all about that, including myself. Because I knew a little bit about Andrew Yang and that concept, but I didn't know a lot. So
0: Yeah. OG Yang Gang since 2019. <laughs> Yang Gang. Yang Gang, baby. Make America <laughs> think harder. Math. Love it. Uh, I'll talk about UBI anytime, um, day or night. Just let me know and I'm ready.
1: Yes. All right, guys. Till next time.